Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Alexander Taylor Show. I'm the one and the only Alexander Taylor himself. Let me fix this motherfucking mic. Boy, hello, hello, I'm back, I'm back again. I didn't know if I was going to do another episode by the end of the year, but I was like, fuck you, you know. But enough, enough of that. We ain't going to get to the personal stuff. I'm not about to be sharing my life no more with you people. I'm kidding, I will, but I'm not going to do it right now or anytime soon. So let's get straight to the shits. Um... There was a few topics I was just like kind of going back and forth over, but I said, fuck it. Why well, can't I just cover all of them? You know what I'm saying? That's what the podcast is for. And if you ain't got time to listen to it, then you know you got to listen to it throughout the, you know, throughout the week or something. You know what I'm saying? These are the topics I wanted to cover because they had me kind of riled up a little bit. Got me, had me kind of lit. So let's get straight to the shits. Like I said, um, the first topic I want to target today is, um, DJ Academics. So DJ Academics was getting, I'm talking about harassed, threatened, and all kinds of other shit on the app Clubhouse. If you don't know what Clubhouse is, Clubhouse is a, it's hard to describe. It's a new social media app, but basically you have to get a uh, invite only type of thing. Cause it's still in beta, I believe. And luckily, fortunately, I got an invite from one of the homies. Shout out my man, Brandy Mays. I'm going to shout out Brandy Podcast. Uh, putting on for the city. Go check him out. My man had probably like one invite. He sent that mug to me. So now I'm on there. But anyway, this is before I got on there. It was trending on Twitter. And I thought that was odd. Another social media app was trending on Twitter. So I'm like, let me check it out. What is going on? Because DJ Academics was trending. Meek Mill Clubhouse was. So I said, okay, bad. So I'm looking. Come to find out. They make a little room for DJ Academics welcoming uh, him to Clubhouse and all these rappers join. Rappers such like uh, Meek Mills, Tory Lanez, 21 Savage, Lil, Lil Yachty, Guwap Dad 400, which I don't know who the fuck that is and why the fuck his name is Guwap Dad 400, but that shit lame as fuck. Anyways, basically, Meek Mill and DJ Academics have, have had this beef. Man, this goddamn microphone. Fuck. Anyways. <laughs> DJ Academics and Meek Mill have had this beef for a while. Um, I don't know what it stems from, to be honest with you, but I do know it's been continuing and ongoing for a while now. Meek Mill feels as if DJ Academics should be more responsible for his plat- the platform he has and should be uh, held accountable for the stuff that he posts, which I thought was very odd because I'm like, he's just like any other drama page. I don't see why it's that big of a deal. Like, in my opinion, it ain't that deep because there's Shade Room, there's No Jumper, there's World Star. I mean, it goes on and on how many uh, drama pages there is. And all they really do is repost what other people post. And they're just kind of spreading out the information further, which doesn't help. But at the same time, I don't think it hurts. I don't think it's doing anything. These celebrities, and specifically these rappers, have millions of followers already. And everyone has social media. So everyone's going to see that video or picture or whatever is out there that's causing some drama. Everyone's going to see it anyways. DJ Academics just repost it. And as someone like me, a podcaster who talks about, um, you know, trending topics and stuff like that. That's like him. That's like someone saying to me, like, you can't cover those stories, even though they've already been covered. But you recovering and you talking about them again is causing it to to uh, become a more of an issue, but I don't understand that. I don't, I don't at all. So I wasn't really fucking with Meek Mill on that. Uh, surprisingly though, 21 Savage 
was being the mediator in this situation. I'm like, this man right here is talking that shit. He uh basically was just trying to tell Meek Mill and the other rappers that that were in the clubhouse chat that night that it ain't necessarily DJ Academics' fault that y'all are out here doing stupid shit. If you weren't doing stupid shit, he wouldn't have nothing to post. And that's 100% true. If you're not doing anything that's causing any issues, then you're, the shit's not going to get put anywhere. No one's going to know. A good example of that would be, shit, Wiz Khalifa. When the fuck anyone heard of Wiz Khalifa being in any form of controversies or drama? Like, you'll never hear shit about Wiz Khalifa. The only thing you hear about Wiz Khalifa is him smoking his trees and chilling and releasing new music. That's about it. I never hear Wiz Khalifa in any, like, any drama ever. And you got to think about that for a second. That man probably got a lot of shit going on. But at the same time, oh, fuck. Boy, I'm telling you, you know those days like you're having a great day and like everything's going smoothly and then that one thing can just set you off. My fucking camera died. That's obviously on me because I wasn't paying attention about the battery. But anyways, let's get back to the shits. So Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa probably has a lot of drama going on. He could probably be in all kinds of shit, but he's not. And it has to be for a reason. And it's probably because he keep all his shit under wraps. You know what I'm saying? And all these rappers and shit need to do the same. If they have an issue with DJ Academics, then they need to handle that shit with themselves. Because I'm like, he's just a me- like hip-hop media personality. He's not, you know, like he ain't motherfucking CNN, Fox News. He ain't the biggest network or whatever. And, and he is pretty well-known and he is a pretty big guy in the industry, but at the same time, I don't think it's like, you know, he's what he says goes or what the fuck he's what's what the fuck he does matters that much that's gonna affect anyone, to be honest with you. You know, he's just a normal media personality. Charlamagne the guy, Ebro, like those I mean he's just a regular ass nigga in the in the hip hop industry. But for some reason, these rappers specifically pick on him. And I almost wanna say it's because the way he looks and the way his persona is and the way he Came up through the industry. People don't like it. He always has stand on the the. I'm the big fat dude that lives in my mom's basement making videos, and you know I got clout off of it and shit like that. So a lot of people don't like that because he did work hard, but at the same time, it's just his aura and his persona and the way he came up. People don't fuck with all the time because they don't like that he was able to do what a lot of people weren't able to do. He makes a lot of money off of his platform. He makes as much money as some of these rappers do. And I don't feel like it's, I feel like it's not like, uh, it's not known that he, I mean, everyone should know that. And it's a known thing. So it probably pisses people off. If I'm a rapper and I'm making all these millions of dollars and I'm working hard touring and doing all this shit. And I got a media personality that comes from out of his mom's basement, bigger dude. Everyone make fun of him. He's a meme all the time. And next thing you know, this man making as much money as I do. I'm going to be salty too. So, uh, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, I don't think all the the um, anger and all the fucking shit talking should go directly to DJ Academics. If these rappers want to hold media platforms responsible, it should be across the board, not just DJ Academics. I fuck with DJ Academics. A lot of people don't. But I fuck with him because, he, like I said, he built it from the ground up, man. 
I'm in my mama house right now. This room in my mama house. So I, I just relate with him. You know what I'm saying? Because he come from the same thing. He come from the same situation. Creating content at his mama crib. Trying to make it out. So what I'm doing right now. And although his like claim to fame was off of the Chirac Chicago drama back in probably like 2010 to 2015-ish. I'm, I'm, that's a five years. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm just giving that range because I don't know. Um, the exact year or years, but I know it's when that within that time frame. But anyways, he got really popular off that, and a lot of people don't like that. They feel like he's responsible for a lot of deaths for some reason. I don't think so. Like I don't really think. Again, him reposting stuff and him covering it on YouTube is going to cause other people to want to cause harm to other people. Now, I know that was just all over the place, but these gangs and shit that have issues in Chicago, they're not going to stop because DJ Academics stopped posting shit. And that's one thing 21 Savage said. He's like, if this nigga stopped posting and if, the, if this nigga's platform was gone tomorrow, the violence in the streets are not going to stop. Niggas aren't going to stop beefing. Like, the stuff that gets reposted, we talk about. And that's one thing. 21 Savage was real kind of like, uh, I won't say vulnerable about it, but that nigga was just opening up about that shit, like being real though. Like it's like Meek, if we in the studio together and we see some shit and we peep some, we tell you, we talk about it. We gonna talk about what the fuck these drama pages post and we discuss this shit, discuss this stuff, but we don't post about it and people don't know. And I'm like, damn, that nigga low key keeping it a buck because that's true. These there's no way these, these rappers and these celebrities even try to live this life or act like they live this life that they don't discuss drama. And they don't see stuff that gets posted on the internet. I'm like, bro, there's no way in fuck. The internet is at its peak right now, especially during quarantine and all this shit going on. The internet's at its peak. So you see the shit. You see the memes. You see the trolling. You see all the shit in your comments. You see it. Whether you want to or not, you're going to see it. So it's weird to me that Meek Mill's acting like DJ Academics is just some fucking like media conglomerate. It's just one dude. There's just one dude posting shit. And reposting shit. That's all he does. And I could see how sometimes it could stir up some shit if he misspeaks about something or if he, you know, spreads a rumor that may not be true. But at the same time, everyone else does it as well. He has inside information sometimes that he probably shouldn't share. I agree. He, and he agrees with that. He, he even admits that, that sometimes he shares shit and get a little drunk all the henny on the Twitch. And then he starts talking out his ass. But, I mean, it's like, you got to think about it. Like, is he really fucking responsible and should he be the only one accountable for it i don't think so i don't think so at all like i said these rappers should just keep their shit under wraps they should just keep this shit and they life and they drama and shit keep that shit low-key if you don't want to get out and be responsible for what the fuck you got going on that's just my opinion because like i said my man Wiz khalifa i don't never hear shit about him ever that's the best Example I got, because I can't think of nobody else but him. Wiz Khalifa is never in shit, ever. And you got to think about that. You really do. Because you ain't got to have your whole fucking life. Every time something happens, all that shit got to be on the internet. Everyone got to be discussing it and be all this crazy shit going on all the time. Meek Mill, just, I don't know if he unlucky or what the fuck, but he do be in the news a lot, in the hip-hop news a lot. So, that's kind of on him. And on top of that, and I fuck with me too. Meek, one of my favorite rappers. On top of that, that man went on Twitter and tried to expose Drake for not writing his own raps. We didn't forget about that. Nobody forgot about that. No one's ever going to forget about that. 
So in saying that, I don't think he has room to talk about keeping shit like off the internet type shit and not spreading rumors and drama. Cause yeah, you know, he said Twitter fingers turn the trick. Hey, you getting body by a singing nigga? Ooh, I fuck with me too though. But I had to do it to him. All right. Um, next on to some more some more bullshit. And the only reason I say it's bullshit because this this is some bullshit. This is some straight up bullshit. My man, Jake Paul. <laughs> Yo, if you don't know who Jake Paul is, he is a YouTuber. He has a brother named Logan Paul. They both came up offline. They're from Ohio. And then when Vine got shut down, they moved to YouTube. And then it goes from there. Um, I was kind of caught off guard by this. This dude posts a video of him calling out Conor McGregor. Then he called his wife a four. Then he unfollowed everybody and only followed, um, only followed Conor McGregor's wife. Now I don't know about you, but Conor McGregor gonna have to see. He gonna have to see Jake. They gonna have to catch that fair one. You can't call no other man wife a four. Like I just, you can't do that. If you calling a nigga like Conor McGregor wife a four. You better have a strap because I ain't doing nothing else but shooting. If a nigga like Conor McGregor, come on, bro. What is you on? And I'm officially going to say it. I believe Jake Paul is the is the Takashi 6ix9ine of YouTube because his trolling and his antics have became so big. And, and I think it's getting bigger than him. And he enjoys it. He's always been like a troll. But this is next level. This is Takashi 6ix9ine level. Going out, calling Conor McGregor's wife a four, calling him like all these names and shit, telling him to sign a fucking check, quit being a pussy, all that. Yeah, he trolling hard. And he going to get some money off of it. Don't get me wrong. But that don't mean shit because money ain't everything. And like like, like it happened to Takashi 6 9 that shit going to catch up to you. And it's definitely going to catch up to Jake Paul. Whether he get knocked out in a boxing ring or just real life, he going to get touched. Somebody going to fuck him up. Because you can't troll that much. You can't. You just can't. It always catches up. And Takashi 6 9 is a great fucking example. Although he's out of jail and shit, don't mean nothing. Takashi got to go everywhere with like 10, 15 security guards. I do not want to live my life ever where every time I step outside, I got to have 10, 15 security guards. Fuck no. Jake Paul, that's going to end up being him. Like 100%. Because you can't keep calling out people, especially these professional fighters. Now, don't get me wrong. People claim that Jake Paul can really box, and I don't know because I'm not a boxer and I'm not a fighter. That's not me. But, and I can't tell if a nigga got hands or not. I don't know what the fuck, like, I don't know what's so good about Jake Paul and his boxing. But people claim he actually can box. Um, I say people, I mean Joe Rogan. And, you know, (laughs) whatever, everything Joe Rogan says isn't gospel, but he is, he does know professional fighting. He does say that Jake Paul can actually box. So, he, I wouldn't consider him a professional fighter, but he does know how to fight. But talking to shit about someone on the scale of Conor McGregor, it just it's a different level of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think the fight's gonna happen. I'll be very surprised if it does. And if it does happen, Conor McGregor gonna sleep that nigga. Facts. I mean, he's just gonna sleep that nigga straight up. I don't even think it's gonna be a challenge. To be honest with you, like we're talking about Conor McGregor right now. Like I don't think that's a great idea. And I don't know what made him do that shit. I don't know. But again, that's Takashi 69 of YouTube. And I wouldn't be surprised if he come out with some rainbow colored hair and start making diss songs and doing some more shit. 
because and and in, in, in like his perspective it's Kashi 69 in them their perspective these trolls they end, end up gaining like more popularity it's like why not I know I can't fault them is it stupid as fuck yeah but at the same time if that shit's working and it's getting you some bread making you some more money getting you more attention more followers then I mean who's to say they're wrong I mean that's that's just I'm not saying I would do it I don't think personally if I were to start trolling and shit and start gaining traction off of it, I'm going to start just, you know, fucking go head first and just go crazy. I'm not doing that shit. But I see why people get caught up in that, like Takashi and Jake Paul. I can see why. Because, again, they're gaining so much popularity that goes beyond them off of their trolling. And then that's going to give them bigger checks and give them bigger opportunities to do more shit. Now, although people don't fucking like them, doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because attention is attention at the end of the day. Like, whether it's negative or positive, if it's attention, it'll get you some money. And these two niggas, well, I'm going to say Takashi because I don't know what the fuck he got going on right now. But Jake Paul for right now, at least, he getting some bread off this. He got a lot of money off that Nate Robinson fight. And now it's taking him to other avenues. And now it's going to do more shit for him. Like possibly fighting Conor McGregor, which I don't think that shit gonna happen. But he gonna fight somebody because these these uh, professional fighters ain't liking that shit. They not a lot of. I think I see Nate Diaz tweet him, and some more other Amanda Nunes. Uh, a lot of other professional fighters was like, "Nigga, we'll beat your ass real life." And I'm like, "Whoo wee!" Couldn't be me. Could not be me. Jake Paul is tripping. Look, if you see somebody with fucked up ears, just don't like. You got to think twice a little bit. They got cauliflower and shit. Like, just think twice about that shit. Them niggas is built different. So I just, I'm just saying, bro, like, you got to be smarter than that. You got to be smarter than fighting niggas who like to fight, whose whole career and life is based on fighting. I mean, I've seen Conor McGregor with blood just completely all over his face. What motherfucker enjoys that? What nigga enjoys... Being thrown on the ground, put up, get put up against cages, getting punched in the face. Nobody enjoys that shit. It ain't just a check to Conor McGregor and these professional fighters, UFC fighters specifically. It's not just a check. These niggas enjoy beating niggas' ass and enjoy getting their ass beat. So what the fuck? That's just not. I don't give a fuck how big the check is. I'm good on that. I am good. So Conor McGregor. Gonna fuck him up one day. He gonna have to. Somebody gonna fuck him up. You can't be out here calling. You call a nigga a wife of four. That's tough. Even if it's true, that's tough. You can't do that. You can't do that. That is. I mean, I feel like low key. Nah, I ain't. Nah, that's the same as calling somebody mama ugly too. Yeah, that's the same. I was gonna say low key might be worse, but I don't think nothing can get worse than calling somebody mama ugly. So I say that's the same, bro. That's his wife, the mother of his child. Called her a four. That's wild as fuck. So I hope somebody do beat his ass. Cause look, I'm just saying that that's fucking insane to me. That is insane. I don't think I don't think personally you can get away with that, and I don't think you should. I was sitting there like just befuddled. Befuddled is the word I'm gonna use. Completely confused. All right. So on to some more YouTube drama, I guess you want to say. I don't know if you want to call the Jake Paul stuff YouTube drama anymore. That's what's crazy. He's surpassing the YouTube role, and which is really odd because no one probably expected that. Certain YouTubers try to surpass that YouTube role, and then the motherfuckers end up right back on YouTube where they were supposed to be at. But Jake Paul, 
knocking out. Nate Robinson kind of took him past that. So, I don't know. And Logan Paul as well. Logan Paul's getting there, too, about to fight Floyd Mayweather. They're like, what the fuck? So, anyways, for right now, though, I'm going to call it YouTube drama until them niggas are officially off YouTube and they making all their bread from other shit. Trisha Paytas. If you don't know who Trisha Paytas is, I don't know how to describe her because that motherfucker is wild. Um, She's a YouTuber. That's the best way. I'm, I don't know how to describe her outside of that, though, because I'm just going to say she's just a YouTuber. She's a very problematic YouTuber. I'll say that much. More problem, problematic than Jake Paul and them, I would say. This motherfucker got some shit going on every week. Now, I do think she's a sweet woman at heart, probably, and she seems like a nice person at heart. You know, everybody seems like a nice person, genuine, deep, deep down. But she be fucking tripping. I do not, I'm not subscribed to her channels. I don't watch her. I never really have that much. I'm just aware of the YouTube drama. And I know her and Ethan Klein, which is uh, H3H3 Podcast. I don't know if you know, like a lot of people don't know what that is. H3H3 Podcast is Ethan Klein and his wife. And it's a very successful podcast. And then they're, all, they're also ahead of the company, Teddy Fresh, which is which is a clothing brand. And people should know who Teddy Fresh is because Teddy Fresh is pretty big. Um, but anyways, Ethan Klein and Trish Paytas have this ongoing or had this ongoing, like, funny beef. Like, they didn't really hate each other, it seemed like, but they didn't love each other all the way. So they start this podcast called Frenemies. And my ass... I don't know why, but I've been glued to that motherfucker every week. I watch that bitch because that shit is so funny to me. I don't know what it is. I just, the dynamic is so different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't see two people purposely who really don't like each other all the way, but don't dislike each other all the way, come together and do a podcast together. Like, that's funny as fuck, and it's entertaining. So I watch it every week, and it's gotten crazy sometimes. It got a little spicy here and there. But the last episode, or sorry, sorry, I should say, Fuck, I can't talk today. Sorry. I should say the episode before last, it got hot. Boy, I was sitting there like, damn, out of nowhere. I'm talking about heated. Trisha Paytas started crying and shit, started attacking that nigga family on some type shit. Like, you should be uh, watching your kid more and and you and, uh, I don't know how to say his wife's name, but you and your wife should basically make more time out to uh, watch your watch your own your own kid and your your grandparents shouldn't be watching them and like all this extra shit and I'm like oh my gosh now what it started from was Ethan said I think her name I I'm thinking I'm saying her name right it's Hila Hila I don't know how to say her name I ain't gonna count um just because I feel like it can be said in different ways anyways his wife basically asked to not be spoken about on the podcast anymore. So Trisha had brought her up and my man Ethan shot it down and said, let's stop discussing her. And even was like, let's cut. Even he said, like, let's cut all this out. He even said, let's cut all this out. We're not going to talk about her. And he was trying to move forward. Trisha, though, started calling her a bitch. Started, I'm talking about bitch, cunt, motherfucker. And she was going off. Like, she thinks she's too good to be spoken about. Like, it was insane. And I'm sitting there with my popcorn glued like, oh, shit. I was in disbelief they even posted it. But then again, I thought about the ad revenue from it. And I was like, you know what? I probably would have posted it, too. They agreed on it. So, fuck it. Trisha said, if you don't cut anything out, you can post it. And he did, which I expected that. 
because like I said, the ad revenue is going to be insane. They probably going to get up to 1.5 million views on that motherfucker. Cause it was, it was something you don't expect to get posted again. Like you do not expect someone to put that up because they legit argue for at least 30, 40 minutes, like going at each other or she was going at him without to say Trisha Paytas was going in on Ethan and his wife. And it was just, it was not, it was not good. It was not good at all. I wouldn't have posted it personally, but I guess for the, for the right amount of money, you do anything. And that's what Ethan did. They posted it and they had Dr. Drew on the last episode to kind of mediate things. And for some reason, Dr. Drew, I fuck with Dr. Drew too. For some reason, he was being a fucking asshole to Ethan. And I don't know why I couldn't even watch the whole episode. Cause I was getting irritated because as someone that knows a little bit about psychology and, and mental health and such. Dr. Drew wasn't really listening to Ethan. and was kind of just like, basically like, shut the fuck up. That's what I was getting. He was basically like, shut the fuck up. When Trisha is having one of her moments or episodes, you need to deal with it. And you need to um, figure out how to guess mediate it. You need to figure out how to calm her down. And you need to kind of just... I don't know. I guess take control of it, the situation. But I'm like, at the same time, if someone's coming at you in that way, how the fuck are you supposed to just say, fuck your own feelings and just say, oh, Trish is going through one of her episodes. She can just say whatever the fuck she wants to me. And I'm just going to sit here and take it. The fuck? I was confused as fuck. Couldn't even watch it all. I was getting pissed off because it's Dr. Drew. You hear the word doctor, right? He's a professional. I don't know what the fuck he's a doctor in. I just know must be some form of psychology because he's on a lot of shows and a lot of people have him on for an appearance for something to do with mental health. But I haven't looked up his credentials, actually. So all I know is this, though. For I don't know if he was having a bad day. I don't know if Trisha secretly sucked him off. Sorry, I know that's But I'm just saying the way he was acting towards Ethan was like just unfucking believable. It was unfucking believable. And if I was Ethan, I would have told, told that nigga, you know what? We're going to wrap it up. Get the fuck off here. Bye. That's what I would have did. Because you're not going to tell me just like fuck you and your feelings and say Trisha's having this issue, this episode, or what the fuck she's having. And you just need to deal with it and learn how to control it. The fuck? That, that makes no fucking sense. Now, there's obviously both. Both of them are in the wrong, obviously. Trisha and Ethan, in a sense, in a way. I mean... You know, there's never going to be most of the time, I should say, when there's an argument or a conflict, it's usually two parties involved. Like in some way, the other party, if it, if the person is being attacked or whatever it may be, there could be a certain way they could have responded. They could have been better. There's something that they could have said that could have been different. I mean, you can go down the line. But if a motherfucker attacking you, the attacker is responsible. She just went off the fucking handle out of nowhere. And some people are on the side of Trisha um, in this case and all the cases. And I understand it because Ethan does poke fun at her and does fuck around. I understand he he kind of pokes at her and they take jabs at each other. But at the same time, you got to think this woman's attacking his wife, calling her a bitch. What the fuck is he supposed to do in this situation? And from his viewpoint, him and his wife, they're just saying when you discuss Trisha, when Trisha discusses their family issues publicly, it causes more issues. So I'm like, that's understandable. What the fuck's the problem? But Trisha is like, y'all fucking talk about me, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, God damn. I'm just, I'm like, if you dating, 
somebody brother wouldn't you want to be the most respectful like you want to be very respectful you want to kind of make sure they like you and shit you want to make sure everything good and gucci but trisha don't give a fuck i'm talking about just fuck her fuck i'm like this is your boyfriend's sister right now how the fuck are you just on like a big platform right now on her platform at that saying fuck her calling her a bitch and all that cunt all the type of shit i don't know how i don't know how you do that i don't know but it just goes to show that she flies off the fucking handle and for some reason Dr. Drew is just letting her get away with the episode. So I stopped fucking listening to that shit. I stopped fucking listening because it was it was frustrating me personally. I'm like, bro, you can't just do that. Like whether because she does have mental health issues. I understand that. But at the same time, like Ethan has feelings and emotions as well. He has his own probably mental health issues. I don't mean she can just attack him because hers may be worse or look worse. She's just not afraid to say what the fuck's on her mind. And I can respect that to an extent. To an extent. The when I was watching that shit though, I was just caught off guard. I wouldn't oppose it that shit. That's just me. But like I said, when that bag right, when that bag is right, boy, motherfucker do anything. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you what the fuck been on my mind. I get on Twitter. And I see they talking about another stimulus package. And that motherfucker said $600. And I was like, $600 for what? What the fuck is $600 going to do? Look, me personally, I got a job. The pandemic has affected me in ways. But, like, if I don't get that $600, i am not going to lose sleep at night. And I'm not going to be homeless or anything. So I'm not really tripping like that for me personally, but for other people who actually need that shit, I was like, like for people that I know might need it or just like the stories I, I read and hear on social media, bro, what the fuck did these motherfuckers think $600 is going to do for anyone? I mean, seriously, people's rent and bills and shit add up way more than motherfucking $600. $1,200 was barely enough. We talking about a pandemic. So you motherfuckers who like, oh, you just want to eat off the government. You just want the government to give you a hand out. Motherfucker, it's a pandemic. Understand what that mean? People have lost their lives damn near. Well, people have literally lost their lives, but I'm meaning financially. People have lost everything. Home. All kind of shit. Job, house, car, who knows? People have lost damn near everything financially. So what the fuck is $600 going to do? We are past that $1,200 stage. Because that already came and went. So I figured at least, I was like, bet they probably going to pass out another $1,200. Is that, is that like a crazy amount? No, not at all. But it's better than $600. What the fuck is $600 going to do? I really want to know. I want to sit down with Congress. I don't give a fuck how many other motherfuckers it is. Put me in a room with all of them motherfuckers. And I want to ask them individually. And they, I want to look them dead set in their motherfucking eyes and say, what the fuck is a human being in the United States of America, United States citizen, taxpaying citizen at that, 
And if they ain't paying taxes the most because they lost a fucking job to because the pandemic, what the fuck are they supposed to do with six hundred dollars? You tell me right now. That's what that's what I want to do. I don't give a fuck how many members of Congress it is. Put me in a room and sit me the fuck down with them. I want to ask them individually. I don't give a fuck if it takes two months, three months, or two years to, for me to ask them. Because I don't know how much people in Congress, to be honest with you. And I don't give a fuck. I don't understand that shit. Sit me down with them. I might write a letter, email or something, and try to set that up. I ain't shit. Nobody know. I'm just an average motherfucker. But I'm going to say, y'all motherfuckers got to explain this to somebody. Because $600 ain't fucking shit. I mean, at all. Like you gonna if I'm not gonna say you know they gonna give it to me I'm gonna take the shit you know I'm gonna be thankful I'm gonna take the six hundred but again I should say again I ain't in need a motherfucking six hundred dollars like some people out here some people are fucked up right now like down on their fucking luck bad I mean they ain't got no fucking money they're just drowned in shit right now bills and all kind of mo shit and stressing the fuck out. Because of this pandemic, I am thankful that I am in the position to where, like, I don't need the $600 or I'm not going to be able to eat or have nowhere to stay tomorrow. But there is a lot of fucking people that are. So it's very confusing to me that these fucking politicians even said the fucking number 600. I, I don't know how the fuck, why the fuck and when the fuck they thought that shit was going to be okay. And I, this is one thing I was wondering. And I know, I know for a fact they see shit on social media. But I was wondering, I'm like, do these motherfuckers not see Twitter right now? Like, Twitter is going fucking insane. Trending. $600. Stimulus packs. Everyone is pissed off. So I'm like, they don't ever think like, hmm, that's quite a bit of fuck. That's a lot of fucking people pissed off. Now, think about it for a second. Y'all look at it like, I'm a politician. My goal, my purpose is to serve the people. United States of America is supposed to serve the people, you know? Supposed to do what's best for the citizens of America. So in saying that, don't you think it's a good idea to say, huh, maybe that $600 ain't enough because that's a lot of people pissed off right now. Republican, Democrat, who, what the fuck ever. Everyone, from what I've seen, everyone is pissed off. I haven't seen anyone Yet, surprisingly, I haven't seen anyone yet make the case for why $600 should be fine and is enough. I've seen a lot of fucking people say this is this is ridiculous as hell and stupid. And I agree. I agree. Now, if you if you're on that side of like, oh, no government handouts type shit, fine, do whatever. But you got to think about other people for a second. There's a lot of fucking people who can't pay rent, can't pay their bills and like real life or struggling and and people know it's not a fucking secret affects it affects your mental health they said the suicide rate has jumped up why do you think that if a motherfucker lose their job they might possibly lose their house get evicted i mean that's a lot of stress on, on the mental so what the fuck do you think is going to happen and then on top of that you give out a 1200 dollars check cool do do what you want with that like I said, it ain't a crazy amount of money, but it's better than $600. Give out $1,200. People do what they do what they need to do with it. People are on appointment. Crazy amount of people. Record numbers. 
um, uh, people are on, are on unemployment. So you say, okay, we're going to wait. Well, when was that? Like March? I don't know when that fuck that stimulus was, but that motherfucker was a minute ago. That $1,200. But we're here now, December. And these niggas talking about $600. $600. All the months went by. All this shit that has been going on. And these niggas said, you know what? We're going to get them 600 Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Oh, my God. This should make my head hurt. I'm just like, bro. Anyways. <coughs> oh, shit. <coughs> I hate that shit. Y'all ever, like, swallow, fucked up, start coughing and shit? Like, damn, what the fuck wrong with me? Anyways, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. <clears throat> I probably didn't get a drink of water. I'm going to fucking choke. <clears throat> God damn. You know, sometimes I wonder, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I really be wondering that. I don't know if other people wonder that. But you got to sometimes. I just like, I press record. Shit, let me go in deeper than that. I go in this fucking studio. I grab the cameras and shit. I'm sorry if you can hear all the spit and shit in my mouth. I'm sorry. I come in the studio. I press record. I set it up everything. Set it up and everything. And then I think to myself, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what the fuck am I doing right now? I be saying a bunch of shit, thinking a bunch of shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know if people had them moments of just like, what the fuck is happening? I just be sitting here like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, should I really be having a podcast right now? Should I really be saying the stuff I'm about to say? I don't know. I don't know. I fuck with it, though. I appreciate everyone that keeps listening. I appreciate um, everyone that's been supportive. And, yeah, just please realize I'm a human being, you know? I be having a lot of shit going on. And I don't know who fucking, it was my idea, but, man, I'm deep into this shit now. So, like, ain't no stopping. I just have these thoughts when I'm, like, editing and listening to my myself. I'm like, damn, bro, I be tripping. Like, I just be saying shit. And like, who the fuck gave me a microphone and told me to do this shit? Because it's a good idea sometimes, but sometimes it's a bad idea. I'm like, man, what the fuck? Anyway, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Please go follow me on Instagram at The Alexander Taylor Show. Duh, what the fuck? Go follow me on Instagram, please. The Alexander Taylor Show. And I need more socials than that. Uh, as time goes on, I might make some more like behind the scenes type shit. But I got to get a little bit, bit uh, bigger for following for that shit. Because I ain't about to be having all these accounts. Oh, TikTok. Follow me on TikTok. I'll post clips on there sometimes. Um, let me go find my TikTok name now. I forgot. Forgot my fucking TikTok name. I ain't going to lie. Come on, bitch. TikTok is crazy. This motherfucker open with an ad. Like, bitch, how you gonna open with an ad? Um, Alex Taylor, two X's and two O's. Yeah. Go follow me on there. I'll post some clips here and there. But anyways, yeah, I'm fishy out. I hope everyone has... Yeah, I'm not posting the episode next week because Christmas next week. Christmas Eve, Christmas. Like, who the fuck wanna listen to a podcast during that week? Like, what the fuck? So, I hope everyone has a great um, Christmas and new year and i hope the best for everybody for the for the last couple weeks 
And yeah, happy new year. Merry Christmas. Shout out to my nigga the Grinch. Shout out to my nigga Santa. Shout out to my nigga uh Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Them niggas, boy, they be tripping. I was with them niggas last night and boy, we was we was lit. I'll tell you that much. But them niggas be on one. I don't fuck with them niggas like that every day. But around you know, around this time, I I gotta fuck with them, you know, cause it's the holiday and shit. And it, and it stay holiday. So I'll be hitting them niggas up like, let's kick it, my nigga. What's up? And them niggas is different. Them niggas is real different. If you see them niggas, though, tell them I said it was Bracken, cuz, on God. All right, I'm out. Hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Please, please, please get, get all the shit you need done before the end of the year. Get all the shit, all the goals and ambitions and shit you were supposed to take care of this year. You, nigga, we still got a little bit of time left. Go take care of that shit. Go take care of all that shit. Uh, yeah, go take care of all that shit. Please wear a fucking mask. Wear that motherfucker twice Wear it three times Wear it four times Put four of them on I don't give a fuck Wear a goddamn mask Put that bitch on your face If you don't want to wear it I don't know what the fuck to tell you Eat dick Sorry I'm sorry But wear the fucking mask Just wear the bitch You know why? Because it's just like It don't make Kind of don't make a lot of sense If you don't wear it You know It just don't make a lot of sense to me. Hold on Hold on Whoa I forgot Fuck Man this shit's everywhere right now I'm sorry I forgot though This vaccine Look, look, bro. I hate to do this right now, but this is the end. Of the day. I ain't gonna record again, so I gotta do it. Look, I understand if you if you're not like the most fucking excited about a vaccine and you're like kind of against it. I understand because come on now, they they come up with the vaccine in four months. Like I understand, and I actually heard a nurse say the other day she was like. You know, they teach us in school that vaccines take usually four to five years to come up with and blah, blah. Now they're just telling us to take this vaccine within four that was made within four months. And it's like, who the fuck trusts the government all the way? Like, come on now. The government the government does and has done and will continue doing do. Sorry, will continue to do fucked up shit. So the vaccine shit, I understand people who are against it. I'm just kind of like, there's people out here that just go against shit just to go against it. And then there's some people who are actually like knowledgeable and they like know some shit and they've never been for a vaccine. So I can't really say nothing to those people. And I'm I'm like, I'm not like, again, even with people, like I say the shit about the mask, but even people who don't want to wear a mask and shit, I'm not about to go out my way and say anything to them or give a fuck that much to get mad. I don't like me personally. I'm not going to do that. That's just not worth my fucking time. Because everyone has their own reason for shit. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. So if you if a motherfucker's never ever had a vaccine for anything, how the fuck are you gonna make them or tell them to get one? Like you just, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna happen. They're not gonna do it. You know. But for the people who are just against shit, just to be against shit, and they're talking about you don't know what's in it. I don't know what's in it. Just being dumb. I'm like my nigga, don't you like snort coke? Like what? Like, nigga, don't you eat McDonald's, my nigga? Like, the fuck? That's just me. That's that's type of shit I be thinking. I'm like, nigga, do you know how much shit that we, in like, ingest? Like, drink, eat, breathe, the air we all kind of shit that just be toxic as fuck? And you over talking about a vaccine. Like, my nigga, I grew up around roaches and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Like, I didn't ate. I don't know. I don't know. 
I ain't been in down bad environments, and I done did and a lot of shit I ain't proud of, especially with my mouth. So I don't know what the fuck a nigga talking about when they like, I don't know about this vaccine. I'm like, my nigga, do you realize this shit you be eating? Do you realize this shit you be doing? Like, my nigga, you snore coke. I don't know if you like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if your fucking uh, immune system, I don't know if you trust that motherfucker that much to be that bold to be not wearing a mask and you ain't getting the vaccine, my nigga. I think you should reconsider just a little bit. Just a little bit. You should think upon that shit a tad bit. A cunt here. You should think about it. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you niggas I'm going to get the vaccine or I'm not because I really don't know. Like, I'm at, I'm like in the middle. I'm like, nigga, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But my reasonings are like deeper than just I don't know what's in it. Like, no, my nigga, like, you need to be worried about other shit. <laughs> you need to be worried about more shit than just that motherfucking vaccine. You got a lot of other shit going on in your life. And with your fucking digestive system and your immune system, your respiratory system, all that shit. You need to, you're over talking about the motherfucking, <laughs> I don't know what you, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> My nigga, boy. Anyways. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. This is officially ending. I'm done. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Like I said, please go follow me on Instagram, The Alexander Taylor Show. Please go fucking follow my Instagram. And be ready for next year. Got big things coming. All right, I'm out.